Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Gouveia, along with my co-host, Monica Jones. Hello! And we are going to discuss the shit out of sex and relationships. A word of warning, we do speak frankly and openly, and we don't use any special language, terms, or anything. You will hear words that refer to penises like cock, dick, missiles, <laughs> and you will hear words that refer to vaginas such as pussies, uh, boxes, and little cats' meows. Cunts. Who? Cunts, yes. <laughs> I keep forgetting that word. I don't know why. I, 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 I don't know. I don't like that word, but that's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on future shows, not necessarily this one, uh, there may be some uh, photos or videos that will be played that may offend some viewers. So basically what I'm trying to say, if you're under 18... Get the fuck out. If you're not, make sure you watch this with your parents. And parents, if you are watching this with your kids, what the fuck are you thinking? Just make sure you explain it to them afterward. If you're over 18 and easily offended, I would suggest that you turn it the stay. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, just you're... turn it the fuck off, people. You know, there is a, uh, you know, hit that Alt F4 button or hit the X at the top right hand corner of the window. Well, shit. It used to be at the top right hand corner of the window. I don't know if that is anymore. Um, but, uh, you Alt know, F4 is simpler. <laughs> Yeah, all therefore is much simpler. If you do decide to watch, please, we are here and enjoy. And if you want to get into the discussion with us, by all means, let us know. Make a send a comment uh, in the description box below. Uh, is what we're talking about today. And uh, in the comment section, I'll view your comments. And if you want to come in and say something and talk about your experiences, uh, I'll send you the join link to come on in. Now, remember, if you like what you're about to hear, make sure you activate the like button and definitely share it with your friends and family if you feel they can benefit from anything that's said here. And, of course, subscribe, making sure to hit that uh, live notification bell so you know when we go live or uh, upload a new video. We are also on our first Facebook page, and we are streaming live to Twitter. You can catch us on Twitter at Blind Who's. That's B L I N D 
W-H-O-S-E. If you don't like any of those platforms, if you have an iDevice. Podcast. uh, Good old podcast. Android device (laughs) or a Windows device or even an Amazon device. uh, You can find us on Google. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, even Amazon Podcasts. So if you ask the well, the the inanimate objects sitting on your desk or, or night table or wherever it is you have that bitch stored, if you ask her to play Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? They will, uh, she will actually go out there and find it for you. And I should know I've actually looked. And she'll play and she'll play and she'll play. Yes, she will. We have about 100 and 173 shows up already. So, yeah, we've got a lot of shows, so there's hours of fun and fulfillment. And, yes, there are a couple of boring hours there. But, hey, you know, I was still working my way in. Anyway, if you also want a copy of the video or audio for this episode or any episode that's broadcast on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway?, Send us an email, whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. And I will send you a link to the folder on Dropbox that houses everything we broadcast here. Monica, have you had a good sexual week? I've had a good week. <laughs> Not necessarily sexual. No. <laughs> uh, it's, yes. it, that's zilch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The desert is arid, honey. The desert is arid and dry. I know. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about something that isn't so dry and isn't so arid. In fact, it's really compact, really narrow-minded, and, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. There are some that are pretty open to it. We are, of course, talking about attitudes, attitudes towards sex, attitudes towards partners' kinks, partners' ability and inability to have sex. Uh, well, partners who who don't want to. Partners who don't want to, yes. That's... Yes. There are those that exist, too. Uh, you know, the partner might have a reason. May It, it may be religious or, or uh, OCD or bipolar, and they're just not into sex. Or maybe their hormone replacement therapy didn't is working too well. Or maybe they're just looking for a reason to cheat. Or they're looking for a reason to cheat. You heard it directly from the horse's mouth. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I love uh, him too. (laughs) Of course, 
none of it is possible unless you have an attitude. Now, attitudes aren't necessarily good or bad. They could be uh, standoffish. They can be, uh, well, just anything that comes to mind. Uh, do you have one ad uh, an attitude you want to talk about, Monica? Yeah, I had surgery um, in. Uh, well, I can't, I was I had a, a whole bunch of surgeries between oh uh, eight and oh ten. Uh, oh, 10. Yeah, okay, right. Eight, <laughs> oh, 8 and 10. <laughs> okay. And um, so uh, I, it, it hurt me to have intercourse after all those surgeries. And sometimes, even now, I'm still not real comfortable. But Uh, back then, it was really awful, and um, so did you. My my husband at the time didn't want to. Um, the The intercourse for him was just all consuming. He didn't want to do anything else. Uh, it, you know, the the foreplay was out. Um, he, he just, I mean, he didn't want to do anything to substitute for the intercourse. He just had to have intercourse. And oh. um, so uh, then, so after I couldn't, then he decided to start playing around and staying out from, staying away from home. Even though he told me he wasn't cheating, I didn't believe him. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, I've heard, I've actually heard this story, and I can, and and I can attest that you know it was dastardly what he did. Um, however, what about those women who are not willing to do anything else but fucking, and they can't for one reason or another, whether it be surgery, whether it be uh -huh. whatever, does the partner have a right to cheat if they just won't do it? Well, Sometimes I don't think they care whether they've got the right or not, because I can remember one time after I had been married only seven months, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't realize that I wasn't putting out for him. Um, we slept in separate bedrooms. We would get together, you know, when we wanted to, uh, when we wanted to fuck or that word's so unnatural to me <laughs> and when we wanted to do that and um but he, he didn't like my CPAP machine because it it made too much noise he said and so he would go he would go in the other room and sleep mm -hmm. well 
one morning I got up and I found um, a braille letter in my chair and um, he pretty much told me you know if if you want somebody else will so <laughs> and, if you won't what have sex if I wouldn't have sex with him uh, he somebody else would and right. that that pissed me off because I didn't realize we had a problem at that point. Right. Um, so. So again, I I'm taken to the original question. I? Like I said, I I know the story. That's what I said, though. Like <clears throat> he thinks that he thought he had a right, whether he did or not. So yeah. he didn't. No, I mean, I mean, I know he, the story, and you know, you said that there were other things you were willing to do that didn't involve uh, vaginal penetration. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. So in that particular instance, he was. Completely well. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying who's at fault and who isn't. What I'm saying is, I don't think it was morally right that he left, especially since you were willing to do a lot more than just vaginal intercourse. Yeah. Right. Now, what if you weren't willing to do all that other stuff? Would he have a right to cheat? Um, well, Monica, well, I, I, of I an guess uh, I'm fixing to give you one. Sorry uh -huh. about that. Okay. My mind. Uh, the now remember, I, we don't censor anything here, Monica. You I remember know that. we don't hush. All right, all right. I'm just letting you know. I'm letting you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're fixing the fight, y'all. You want to listen? <laughs> I think they are listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, I see. I didn't. If I if I just absolutely wasn't willing, um. Maybe he would have thought he had a right, and uh, that was. I, and I could understand that. I don't know that it would make me feel any better, but you mm -hmm. know, I could see it if I just wasn't. Of course, some people might say that technically, you know, he was married; he didn't have a right to do anything, anything like that. Right. You know, mm -hmm. but but I know. Oh, when I was married to another man, I I got to where I was cheating on him. I'm not proud of it, but I did mm -hmm. because he didn't even want to give me a hug. So that was a total lack of it yeah. from him. So, so did that did you feel you had? I don't want to say a right, but a responsibility to 
get pleasure for yourself? Well, that's what I was going to say. I didn't, I, I, I don't know. I took the right, whether I had it or not, I just did it. And right. Because um, you concentrated on yourself. Yeah. And so, I mean, I have to ask, did you actually talk to him about this? Oh, many a time. And what was his response? People always want to have sex. And when you get married, you got to have sex. I'm sorry, he said that? Yeah. Okay. And well, I guess he, he, I I guess most people think that way, don't they? Oh, I guess, but you know, he uh he 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 wanted it enough before we got married. Mm -hmm. But after but after we got married, he he said it was something that, up, yeah. that married people had to do. Mm -hmm. and, right. And I said it's not something married people have to do. They do it because they want to do it. So did he and, ever find it pleasurable? Um Yeah, he got some pleasure from it, but you know, he never did get wild about it like most men do. And that's, you know, that's interesting because one one tends to wonder what was holding him back. Uh, I, I mean, think... the natural human state is to go with pleasure every time. That's only natural. He had a lot of hang-ups about his mother. So and psychological. It's, yeah, it's like when his wives became his mother right. in his mind. He... Uh, uh, apparently he saw her with a bunch of different men mm -hmm. uh, when his dad wasn't home. She'd bring in men. Um, that's that's the story I got. And mm -hmm. uh, then finally uh, the father left her and, you know, and took off with the kids and everything. But uh, and Robert never did... Uh, he never did talk that out with his mother. Now, his sister, uh, before their mother shot herself, um, you know, they kind of uh, straightened things out between them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, Robert didn't. He just... Uh, it just it stayed with him. Right. Right. And that's, I mean, that's something that'll affect attitudes. I mean, the fact mm -hmm. is, when you have emotional baggage like that, I mean, that shit is going to haunt your sex life for the rest of your life unless you get therapy. Or at the very least, psychological counseling. And he's like that with his new wife. And, and he's like that with his new wife. Uh, like I said. He couldn't get enough of her either before they got married. And, yeah. uh, you know. Well, like I said, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, it's going to, stuff like that is going to affect your attitude for the rest of your life. So the question then becomes, do you, do you have a duty to help them get over that attitude? I, I think so. 
okay. if you're if you're in a loving, caring relationship, mm -hmm. uh, and and you know for sure that that I mean you know if you know what's going on with them, well, you try to find out, mm -hmm. and um, you know you try to work with them and and do all that you can do, but. In the end, you know, they're going to have to do something about themselves. They're going to have to to, to work mm -hmm. with you. Now, I've experienced an attitudes about sex that were negative. Um, only in my situation, one was because of medical inability to have sex yeah and the other one was attitude towards a particular sexual function um this girl i knew uh, she she just wanted to have sex like your husband just wanted to have sex but she enjoyed the sex as far as i knew mm -hmm. but she wouldn't do anything else she wouldn't uh go down on me she wouldn't uh let me go down on her she wouldn't uh give me a hand job whatever there was no foreplay or intimacy whatsoever no, just jump on and <laughs> yeah, just jump on, get your rocks off, and jump off like rabbits. Mm -hmm. Having said that, in our early, our early marriage with Annabelle and I, Annabelle had a really difficult pregnancy. Well, not really difficult pregnancy, but she had a difficult pregnancy. Um. Uh, she spotted throughout the whole thing and and my daughter came about two months early so once my daughter was actually born and she did have her c-section however that did not help what happened to her pussy afterwards Because even the tiniest uh, baby finger, when inserted, she would scream in pain. Oh, my goodness. And I can honestly say that because we went to a gynecologist at the hospital, and the gynecologist stuck a pinky finger in there. And Annabelle screamed over the top, yeah, in pain. So, as I said, I mean, for the first year, two years, maybe even longer, uh, sexual intercourse was just out of the question. Now, did that change my mind, or or did I feel? Uh, I had a duty to go looking for that sex elsewhere. Well, at that time, no. Because at that time, I thought, okay, well, this is a 
this is a temporary situation. Yeah, you that, gave it a chance. Right. That's hopefully she'll bounce back from. And uh, I am the dutiful husband, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, cheating wasn't in my repertoire at that time. Did all you could to help her. Right. Yeah. And I did all I could to help her. Of course, the fact that she was working like five or six jobs didn't help. Um, and in fact, the only rest she ever got was actually taking a trip to the hospital to breastfeed Aaliyah when she was in the ICU. So, um, you know, but after a while, it became a normal, a normal state of being with her well she had health issues i mean she i mean she did yeah that was something she couldn't help exactly exactly and just like with me it was something i couldn't help <clears throat> right and as a matter of fact after everything i mean after a while i started to think well when is this going to go away we've investigated blah 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 and it never went away in fact Annabelle never got horny. I think in all the years we've been married, she's actually told me that she got horny one time. And we've been married for about 20 years. No, sorry. We've been together for about 21 years. She we've said 23. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. She tends to think that. But, I mean, we've been married for about 20 years, uh, just under 20 years, actually. And we've been together for 21 years. Mm. And in all that time, she's actually told me that she was horny just one time. And when was that? <laughs> It it was weird. She was taking, uh, well, she was taking a shower, and she actually called me and and she told me she was horny, but in a way that sounded like she was embarrassed because it's. It, I mean, it almost felt like she didn't think she had a right to say stuff like that. She probably felt that way. I mean, she and a lot of people are brought up to feel like it's shameful or well, I mean, I don't guess nowadays so much is but people her at her age and my age, mm -hmm. uh, you know, back at that time, some people were still bringing up kids to uh, or women, especially young girls to believe that the only time you were supposed to have sex was when you uh, were trying to make a baby. Right. Right. You didn't do it for pleasure. You just did it for that. And, you know, we're going to get into that a little bit, a little bit later in the show. Um, for now, though, you brought up a really good point. Because some of the attitudes encountered 
are primarily due to religious beliefs. Annabelle grew up in a very religious household, a very religious country. Uh, I mean, for Christ's sakes, every Easter they actually have a man who volunteers to be crucified with nails and everything. Oh, geez. And I've actually seen this on TV. Okay, this was on the Discovery Channel, and yeah, it was a normal thing. Sounds like something out of a Dean Koontz or Stephen King novel. Yeah, and the fact is, I mean, the Filipino culture is one that's that's entrenched in Catholicism and Christianity, and and it's just a fact that you know. Sex is going to be taboo in a lot of ways, which is ironic because there's a large majority of Filipinos who are gay. In fact, uh, her sister was able to get her what you guys call a green card. Uh, and for those who aren't who don't know what a green card is. Uh, it's a state of permanent residence in the country where you live or where you're going to live or trying to get in. And her sister was able to get that on the, uh, on, on political asylum because if she went home, she would actually suffer because she was a lesbian. Wow, I don't and, swing. I don't swing that way, but I sure don't want anybody paying a price for being what they are. Right, right. It's not a choice. These aren't things people choose to be. A lot of I times mean, it's hormonal. A lot of times it's it's genetic or something, it, or something, or they just like it. it. Yeah. And the fact is, I mean, I can only imagine that people think. Uh, people make a choice to be branded as gay and homosexual and be beaten on and and crucified and 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 you know, essentially uh, live a life of terror mm -hmm. simply because they like the same sex. I mean, it's that sort of attitude that, and of course, you know, the Pope didn't help any. Uh, he never does. Well, this one apparently did because he he kind of accepted the presence of homosexuality. Oh, well, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I mean, it's obvious that the church is, in a lot of ways, getting progressive in its thinking. But that's not like that in every culture. Mm -mm. For example, Muslims and Hindus, um, homosexuality and bisexualism is just not done. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just, it just means it's still in the closet. And... 
one would think in this new world of ours, 2021, we're in the 21st century. At least I think it's the 21st century. I don't know. People talk about it being uh, a year behind or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, we're in the 21st century, and yet there are still attitudes that date back to the 80s and, and 70s about gay people and homosexuality. My God, you said that like, and <laughs> that was way back in time. I mean, I know what you meant, but it's just the way that you said it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it just dates back to the uh, the early eighties, late seventies, where where people were in the closet, and homosexuality was nigh non-existent. At least in the open, it was. It sort of it sort of reminds me of of my stepson when uh, he used to say to me, and I was twenty six years old, and this was like in nineteen eighty five. Mm -hmm. Monica, way back in the seventies, did y'all do this or did y'all do that or did y'all have this or that? It made me feel old. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so that's and, how that's how it hit me when you said that. Mm -hmm. And and I, you know, every so often they'll have classic commercials and stuff on TV, and I'll just say, God, I remember those from way back when. And and even yesterday, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? You and I started talking about Raisin Bran and how much we loved it. Yeah. And uh, you know, do you find a commercial for Raisin Bran anywhere? No. No. You don't find a commercial for Brazen Brand anywhere. The only thing you find is uh, occasionally you might see something for a particular brand of washing powders, but that's even rare now. Uh, you don't washing see powders? Or, well, not what? Detergent. Laundry detergent. Oh, I see. Yeah. But that's that. even that's rare anymore. And... Uh, you can um are you turning off your mic i am i'm coughing a lot for some reason oh uh but um i lost my thought <laughs> uh, yeah there you go monica oh yeah again uh, all you hear now is life insurance and medicare and uh you know that kind of thing which i mean people need but I miss the old commercials for Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, with Lipton the Kool-Aid guy yeah. jumping out of the wall. and Yeah, and the Lucky, the lucky Charms leprechaun and, and the, the rabbit who, you know, always rabbit. wanted his yeah. tricks. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, pop culture food aside... Well, no. Let's let's talk about pop culture. Uh, pop culture, rather. I mean, I remember the the movies in the seventies. The B movies were were what you looked to to get any nudity. For example, um, oh God, let me. 
I can't remember of a movie in the 70s. Love Story? <laughs> Blue Lagoon. No, Blue Lagoon was 80s. Yeah, Blue Lagoon was 80s. Was love was there nudity in Love Story? Um I'm I think there was. I went to the drive-in one time and and saw it when it first came out. Mm -hmm. But I was 12 and I was blind still. So I don't know for sure, but I think there was. Because... Did they even have did they even have description at that point? No. 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 But um but they were called B-movies. Now, I'm not sure about the states, but one of the major uh, broadcasters here, City TV, used to broadcast Blue Movie Nights. And they were essentially softcore pornography. Hmm. In the middle of the night I remember that You guys had it too? My daddy would have beat my butt If he caught me watching one of them <laughs> But you guys had it too though Yeah I think right. so Yeah, And it's amazing that they don't have that anymore Given that attitudes towards sex have become have become a lot more open than they used to be. I mean, back in the 80s, back in the late 80s, early 90s, Blue Movie Night was just an everyday thing. I'm not sure if it actually happened only on the weekend nights or if it was on weekday nights. I I I mean, I do recall that there was a you know, all night, City TV would feature views from a car driving around Toronto. See, uh, I don't know if, I, if they called ours that, but, you know, I, mm -hmm. I remember people talking about movies like that. Yeah. The, yeah. And like I said, I mean, blue movies were just on regular TV. Granted, they were middle-of-the-night TV, but you could always look forward when your regular primetime shows were off. You could see some, well, blue movies with fucking and sucking and, and everything else. Um, and like I said, it was just normal shit. Same days, same shit, same day, blah, blah, blah. And um, and uh, you know, in the end, it they just did away with it for some reason. Now, back then. We were having like a murder every two to three months. Yeah, we have one every day now. <laughs> right. 
So what does it say that they take the blue movies off TV and we're having murders every single day, sometimes two a day, sometimes three a day? Somebody's always getting shot here. Yeah, so I'm wondering, hello, is there a correlation? <laughs> Have our attitudes just completely gone down because of our attitudes towards sex? I mean, I'm not qualified to make such a... I don't a... know for sure, Go. I know I ain't qualified. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we aren't qualified, but it's definitely something to something think Something to think about. about, yeah. At a coffee shop with your friends, and, and you wonder at some point, did the loss of blue movies for whatever reason... And like I said, you cannot say that they weren't popular because the fact is, look at what's on the internet. I mean, from soft corner to poor, to hardcore, mm -hmm. you'll find everything on the internet. So obviously, it, there's a market. I mean, hell, there was a market before I went blind too. I should know because I, I cornered a lot of that market. And there's a market on Facebook, too, if you, t if you tie into it. I mean, I'm always getting guys wanting to get kinky with me or start a relationship with me. Or I'm sorry, darling. You sound like you're six feet away. Huh? Oh. And there you go. Now, okay. is that better? Sorry. Yeah, much better. It's okay. Um... But you're right. You're right. I mean, you can go on Tinder uh, and and <sighs> and find a date with somebody just down the street. I mean, that's how sexual attitudes have opened up. Not for me. <laughs> Not for you. Not for you. Granted. But but i'm sure if you went on tinder and created a profile oh you'd, yeah I'd you'd get a shitload of responses now mostly because and, and this is something i never understood because even when i was younger they would have the chat lines they would have um Bulletin boards, they'd have um, relationship uh, uh, like companies and stuff. Yeah. And women would be free, but men had to pay. Yeah, I remember friends of mine talking about that. That was just. I mean, I never understood why. I mean, the fact is, men and women are both looking for dates and hookups and whatever the case is, but women didn't pay. You wanted to go on Quest. Uh, I think Quest was a popular one at the time. Um, 
you wanted to go on quest males had to pay a doll a, a certain amount to leave, get so many credits so they could leave messages on other pe uh, other pe uh, potential partners uh voicemails yeah you know and women didn't have to pay for any of that yeah, I remember that. I never got on any of those sites, but I remember uh, my men friends complaining about that a lot. Mm -hmm. And even now, I mean, there are some apps that you could actually use where women are free to use, use the app in all its glory, but men still have to pay a tariff. That's That's crazy. And like I said, it's like, I mean, I really can't believe that that the world has stayed the same. I can't believe that because that's almost depressing. I don't know. I don't know. Tell us what you think. If you have any comments, if you guys have any uh, attitudes that you've encountered that you think people should uh -huh. know about, let us know. In the comment section, you could uh, let us know by email, whoseblindlifeisitanyway at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to really grab my attention, put snap in the subject line. And uh, maybe your letter will get read in, uh, on a future show. Or you can email me. Yes, you can email Ma Moni at coffeegal62. Exactly as it sounds, C-O-F-F-E-E-G-A-L-6-2 at gmail.com. And for those of you who knew me way back when, I'm still Pepsi Mama. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I said, for those that knew me, that may have known me way back when, I'm still uh -huh. the Pepsi Mama. <laughs> yeah, she is still the Pepsi. At least that's what I have her as in my uh, contacts list. Because no matter what, she'll always be the Pepsi mom. And I haven't had a Pepsi in a month. I'm about to die. See, you have a hankering for Pepsi. Yeah, and when my hankering for Pepsi and sex both kick in. I'm well, we're in trouble then. Yeah. Watch out, man. Yeah, I'm I, a miserable woman. <laughs> yeah, I just want to warn the men of Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, you know, grab some cover <laughs> because there's a bomb headed your way. Oh my God! <laughs> in the form of Monica Jones, Yay. the undersex, under Pepsi woman. <laughs> <laughs> I have some real issues going on here, don't I? <laughs> See, you've got a whole shitload of issues. Um, so where are we now? I mean, the fact is, attitudes are always there. 
I mean, hell, and that's just the attitude you face in regular society. As a person with a disability, you face other attitudes towards sex as well. Uh, yeah. For example, people with disabilities and the elderly don't have sex. They're not supposed to. And I have to admit, when I was cited, that was something I thought about. Before I actually managed a nursing home, I did not give elderly people the credit for wanting sex. Sometimes they outdo us. <laughs> so they sometimes they outdo us. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, poor Frank and Karen. <laughs> uh, there was a man and woman. Their name was Frank and Karen. They were residents at at the home I was managing, and I mean, she was pretty cute. Given her age, she was pretty fairly cute. Um, he, however, looked like the uh, well, the monster in Frankenstein. Oh my! Huh. And I'm not talking about you know that Lon Chaney character monster. I'm talking about the one with the deformed head. And and the real thing. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, really bad. He was huge. He was tall. He did all the heavy lifting. Blah blah blah. Anyway, she said nothing was going on, but every so often I'd see him coming out of her room. Um. So yeah, something had to be going on. Um. And what's weird is these were people with disabilities, not necessarily the elderly. Yeah, I mean. The elderly, on the other hand, were totally different. <laughs> I mean, they were coming out of each other's rooms left, right, and center. And they were having more success in sex than I was. I mean, I was staying 12, 16-hour days in the office and, and, and to the point that my wife would complain that I wasn't spending enough time at home. Um, this was early on in our relationship. And, and I'm watching these, these elderly people trip the life fantastic. And you could uh, see then? Yeah, well, I couldn't see them have sex, obviously, but I see them well, cross into each other's rooms, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was no shortage of that. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't know if you could still see. That's oh, yeah, sorry, no. When I was managing the home, yes, I could see. Um, it was when I lost my sight that I had to give up the nursing home uh, yeah. management job. Well, I didn't give it up. They pretty much let me go because they didn't think my blindness could allow me to do that job. 
And quite honestly, I felt the same way. I wasn't sure how I could do the, the job as a blind person because it was still my first year of, of uh, being blind. You're and still adjusting yourself. I'm still adjusting, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, sex, sex and sexuality was rampant in that home. In fact, there were several nights where we had dances. And ironically enough, nobody fucking danced. <laughs> <laughs> so that only goes to show you that the sex, <clears throat> excuse me, the sex is happening. And these people are just hooking up. There aren't any committed relationship. Well, there was one, uh, and they were always they were always together, no matter what. Um, yeah, they talked about one on the news like that here one time that a real old couple like that that got married and yeah, uh huh. And, of course, you know, there's always that whole stereotype of age. Bull. Just thinking of an old man with a 20-year-old woman all of a sudden getting married. <clears throat> they couldn't, uh, an 80-year-old man couldn't possibly love a 20-year-old woman. And the 20-year-old woman couldn't possibly love the 80-year-old man because it's just not done. She must be in it for his money. In fact, that's what they thought of Anna Nicole Smith when she married that oil baron tycoon, that Texas oil tycoon, that she was in it for the money. I don't know if that was true or not. Some people, it's just so obvious that they are, though. I mean. Right, but who are we to judge? Judge, yeah. I mean, you can't possibly judge that shit unless you're in it. I mean, if it was an 80-year-old woman... in love with a 20-year-old guy. I mean, how does that sound? Yeah, most people would say that... Oh, a 20-year-old guy. Oh, yeah. A year old woman. Well, they'd say that 20-year-old guy was in it for the money. Well, here's... I mean, if she he had wasn't, money. If she had money. He wasn't 20... But um, Elizabeth Taylor's last husband was fairly young when they got married and got and got together. Lord, I do well to keep up with my own. But everybody barked. Yeah. I mean, that was the going story way back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, Lord. That Elizabeth Taylor had that young man in, in her 
in her bed and they were fucking left, right, and center. I mean, the poor woman was still dressed in moo-moos. And, you know, that kind of shit just isn't fair. But it's the life we, it's the world we're in. And the worst part is people are really judgmental. That is something we've never been able to give up. Judging other people. I don't do it so much. I've had, I've had actual training that has helped me become more impartial in my statements and, and, and decisions when it comes to other people. Um, but then there are others. My wife, for example, Annabelle, she's very judgmental. She will tell you she's not. She will tell you that, oh, I always listen to two sides. But at the other, at the end of the day, when I'm talking to yeah. a friend and giving my friend advice, she says, oh, they should do this. They should do that. Well, hello. Why are you being so judgmental? <laughs> What does she say about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Oh, you should. She should take this and take that and that. And she won't feel so bad, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, it's like shit like that just happens everywhere. People think they know what's best for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the basis of a lot of sexual attitudes these days. I mean, a lot of down south people think about homosexuality as being bad and and just nasty because the Bible says homosexuality is bad. Of course. Here you go. What? Picking on us again. Well, attitudes have changed even here, Victor. Honey, we're not. Let's let's face it. Where is the Bible built? Well, most of it is down here, but right. But still, attitudes are attitudes are changing. In what way, darling? People are more open than they used to be. Like I know a girl that uh, that works for um, the company um, that helps me out with my shopping and certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she just got married a couple of weeks ago, and she married a young lady. Mm-hmm. So she's gay or is she bisexual? Yes, she, Do you yeah, know? She she's gay, I reckon. Okay. Okay, so you're not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure, but I think she's I think she's just gay. However, I do know some bisexual people. Are you are you ever I mean, have you been curious about that sort of thing? 
about other people and just straight up asked? Um, I have to know them pretty well before I ask them something like that. Or a lot of times I pick up on it, but then a lot of times they'll just get comfortable with me and tell me. Right. Okay. I, I, <clears throat> Having said that, I myself, for example, if I am curious about a person, for example, that I was uh, I was in the uh, hospital doing a psych exam, and the person who was doing the exam, who was facilitating the exam, was very metrosexual. And for those who don't know, metrosexual... I was going to ask. <laughs> ...means um, a person who is comfortable with the opposite sexual tendencies in themselves. For example, uh, a man, even though he's a man and, you know, there's that macho bullshit that men are supposed to be mm -hmm. uh, and all that stuff, you know, oh, you should buy you should buy that boy a a GI Joe doll or a wrestler or whatever. Well, this is the type of man who would love to get a Barbie doll and play with that Barbie doll just as much as they'd enjoy playing with GI Joe. Oh, it's taboo for a little boy to play with a doll. Right. And that's, you know, that's what I'm talking about down uh -huh. south. Alexa, where is the American Bible Belt? Here's something I found on the web. According to blastingnews.com, a bill being proposed in California. Okay. <laughs> Alexa, shut up. The Bible Belt is down here. I'm just saying to you that we are becoming more open about things. Now, if you get down to talking to church people, uh, some of them might tell you different, but attitudes are getting to be more, more flexible. Okay. Because I now like the girl that uh, that just got married. You asked me, had I asked? Do I ever ask people? I will ask them if if I pick up on something that makes me think they might be mm -hmm. gay or. You will straight out ask. You yeah. won't wait until you're more comfortable with them. Yeah, because by then they're comfortable with me, so you know. They're they might end letting, up telling you. They're letting stuff out anyway, so. Right. Now, see, I, I don't care if they're comfortable with me and I'm comfortable with them. You know, if I'm curious, I, I'll ask. I think that should be the attitude towards everyone. If you're curious about something, ask. The well, worst that can help happen is Buddy says, mind your business. 
and there's certain things I do ask about out of curiosity, but they, that isn't one of them. Not always, no. Uh-uh. Well, that's interesting. Because it depends on the person that I'm talking to. If I if I think it's a person that's going to be open with me, yeah. But if it's someone who's not, then well, then I get the feeling it's none of my business. Yeah. Unless you know. But I do feel I, just, I do feel if the attitudes in the world about sex change I think that a lot of that change will trickle down into other things in our lives <clears throat> for example a lot since 9-11 a lot of people are against Muslim or Indian or or Arab uh, populations because they think oh they're all muslims they're all terrorists they're all terrorists yeah and it's you know it's stuff it that's i mean that in itself is just an attitude forget the fact that terrorists are usually extremists of whatever religion they belong to I mean, we have Christian terrorists as well. We have anti-government terrorists. Well, hell. Yeah, we're coming more and more out of the closet down here. Mm -hmm. Well, what about those guys that trashed uh, Capitol Hill? Was it Capitol Hill or the White House or what was it? Oh, the Capitol building, I reckon. Yeah, the Capitol yeah. building. Yeah, where the Senate is or or the um. Oh fuck, I don't remember. They, they said there were some guys from Tennessee involved in that too. <laughs> See, <laughs> Southern assholes. <laughs> but no, folks, I'm joking. But having said that, why does why does he have anything to do with me, people? T who, tell me, what? Why does why why does Victor have anything to do with me? I, I'm I'm Southern, but yet when he's talking, he he, he attacks. Well, no, you're <laughs> different. You're much more different. You're a lot more open than <laughs> other Southern folk. And the fact is, we've got a show coming up tomorrow. You know, that puts us together yet again. And that's in that show, you're the boss. Not that we ever have any bosses here. I mean, let's face it, I'm never the boss. I'm the boss. Oh, yeah, I know. That, right? that, that show, Who's the Boss? Yeah, Who's yeah. So, guys, I want to thank you for joining us on Snap today, talking about attitudes towards sex uh, and sexuality. And um, and guys, I'm teasing him. I'm not. <laughs> she is not. She's dead serious about it. Yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm All I know is that <laughs> we should bring back the blue movies. Bring back the blue movies and maybe the violence will go down.
Maybe. Because everybody be stuck at home. <clears throat> excuse me. Stuck at home. Watching the blue movies. Nobody gets out to pass on the coronavirus. No more violence because everybody wants to watch that softcore porn. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. They could probably get hardcore porn from the internet. I don't want to internet. no porn. I just want to get some. Well, there's that too, yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, we are sponsored by Eden Fantasies. Please check out their online sex store. Um, it's it's their tagline is upgrade your sex experience, and uh, they're having an eighty five percent site wide sale. Um, and there's a code to be had. Uh, you can get fifteen percent off. Uh, happy fall. I was if up you... there for an hour last week one day, and I had a ball. I just wish I'd had some money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the prices are really good. As I said, there's a 15% off right now. Uh, use the code HAPPYFALL to uh, to get that uh, discount. Two and, and again, it comes in discreet shipping, uh, packaging and stuff. So nobody finds out about your sexual proclivities or anything. Uh, or what you get, unless they steal your mail, in which case, well, you're you got other problems to deal with. Um, but having said that, Eden Fantasies is our main sponsor. We, uh, at some point, they will send us a channel code, a discount code, and I'll be able to give that out soon. I thought you just did. That well, no, that one is a, a 15% fall sale is that, that they're having right now. Is that two words, happy fall, or is that no, one word? word. One word, one word, yeah, happy fall, one word. Just type it into the discount box and you get 15% off. And 15% off of what's already there is a damn low price. <clears throat> I mean, you can literally pick up a dildo for as little as 10 bucks. One that vibrates and stuff. I'm not sure if it vibrates. I don't think it does. But don't quote me on that. All I know is that a vagina in a box costs 15 bucks. I don't need one of them. <laughs> no, but other guys do, you know. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> they may be like you and, and completely navigating dry, unfertile territory. And so they might want something to put their pecker in. Well, yeah, but see, I don't have one of those. <laughs> right. I, I, that's what I need. Yeah, I need, <laughs> I need a pecker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, honey, dildo for 15 bucks. Yeah, but I want one that has some action. Well, yeah, speaking of action, they have a machine that, that thrusts, so you can get one of those, uh, a self-thrusting vi uh, vibrator. We will at some point have our Toy Master back on, uh, maybe when she's done her move and stuff. 
and she'll talk about one of her favorite toys. And um, like I said, visit infantasies.com, E-D-E-N-F-A-N-T-A-S-Y-S.com. Check out the link in our description box and go visit them. And uh, well, I'm not going to say tell them Victor sent you, but maybe it'd be nice if they knew who sent you. Who, tell where them you I heard sent you. From. I don't care. You can tell them I sent you. Okay, tell them Monica sent you. Because <laughs> I love that place. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on Snap for the Saturday Night Adult Party. Remember, uh, like, share, and subscribe. We are always here to entertain you and to brighten your minds, especially about sex, sexuality, and relationships. Monica, thank you for being on the show with us today. Well, what am I thanking you for? It's I'm your duty to here. be here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're a co-host, for Christ's sakes. Get with it. I may not be paying you, but there are other dividends. <laughs> mm, there are? Well, I don't know. I'll find some. <laughs> chocolate will help. <laughs> ah, there you go, yeah. Or and better Pepsi. yet, chocolate-covered strawberries. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, gosh, yes. Oh, I love those things. <laughs> In whipped cream. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's well, ladies should... and gentlemen, thank you for being here, and uh, we'll see you next week. Join, join us, us tomorrow. Arts. Yeah. <laughs> join. I was just gonna say that. Join us tomorrow for arts, uh, the afternoon radio theater Sunday. Uh, we're gonna have a show geared towards the letter S. Isn't it, yeah. Monica? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have the shadow and the saint and Sam Spade and, and six shooter and uh, screen director's playhouse. Yeah. We're going to have a shitload of that. And, and they're I really good. Even I'm excited to listen to some of these and I don't usually like old time radio. Although I have to say the Jack Benny and, and Bob Hope ones were really funny. The last <laughs> week or so, he's gotten into it. Yeah, I have actually. Um, so join us tomorrow at two, uh, two p.m. Eastern, eleven a.m. Pacific. Oh, and my strawberry and whipped cream on top this time is Red Skelton. <laughs> ah, Red Skelton. Yeah. The Red Skelton show. I love. Red Skelton when I was a child I, I I used to watch him every Tuesday night the Red Skelton hour do you realize that they didn't believe his middle name was Red no I didn't didn't know that yeah he had another name and they didn't believe his middle name was Red at least that's what I read anyway mm -hmm. I'll have to check on that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being here. We will be back again next week on Snap. Usual time, 9 p.m., uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. And uh, we hope you join us. Bye-bye, everybody.